Good morning. Good morning, Father. Today, as we come before our Lord, we need to sit there and reflect on what is Gaudete Sunday. Let us rejoice. You know, last week I wasn't here because I was in Cleveland doing a parish mission Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, driving back and forth every day. And yesterday I had to go back to Cleveland to Parma, Ohio, and give a talk at St. Charles. And when I got there, I was pretty tired, pretty miserable, tired of driving back and forth every day from Cleveland, two hours, coming back in the middle of the night, waking up early in the morning. It was just like, don't bother me. And so I'm sitting there, I'm with one of these kids who's now a priest, Father Joe Koopman. And, uh, you know, I said, okay, Joe, I'm here. What do you want me to do? Da, da, da. <laughs> you know, being typical me. And uh, he says, well, I want you to meet this nun. And I said, oh, great. Here we go. And so I go, and there's this uh, young nun there. She had to be 30s, I guess, uh, if she was that. And, uh, you know, had one of those modified habits on. And I'm thinking, oh, here we go. I'm going to go meet this nun. And I met this nun, and she was the most joy-filled person I think I've ever met. She had ingrained in her face joy lines. I mean, she had a, a, a perpetual, perpetual smile on her face. You could tell her face was shaped that way to accommodate the big smile she had. Constantly, it was like stuck on her face. And I thought, boy, this woman's pretty happy, you know? And she was just smiling, and then she got up, and, and the, the, it was for young adults, and that, there were almost 300 people there from all over. And they all said, do you meet Sister so-and-so? She rocks. You know, and I, oh, that's nice. And, uh, and I'm sitting there, and uh, it was almost like a comedy club last night when I gave this hour-and-a-half talk, and, you know, I went through all the different things, and she was over there roaring. And then I sat there, and we had adoration, and then after adoration, I was giving a few confessions. I didn't want anybody to know, <laughs> so we would have been there forever. So now at 11 o'clock at night, I'm getting ready to come back to Erie. And she had been waiting for me, her and Father Joe. And as I'm getting, I'm kind of getting tired, you know, okay, and I have two more hours to drive back home tonight. And uh, she comes and says, Father Larry, Father Larry. And I says, yes, sister. And she come running over to me, smiling from ear to ear, big hug, you're wonderful, Father. Hug me so tight. And then says, so nice seeing you. We'll see you because I'm doing a parish missionary in a couple months. And I thought as I was driving home, what a person that realizes what Gaudete means. Let us rejoice. That it was so much part of her life that it stuck on her face. Constantly, constantly, a person of joy. And then I thought about all the times I'm not a person of joy when I get stuck up into everything else. And yet the Lord God calls me, He calls you, He calls everybody who is His followers to be people of great joy. And I think the first reason we should be people of great joy is if you look, is if you go to the Gospel today. Those who have their own Bibles, you can pull them out. And we're in Matthew chapter 11. Those who don't have a pew Bible there, you could get that. And here in chapter 11 of John's Gospel, he sits there and goes on and it says, it's at verse 7, and then he talks about who John, I'm sending a messenger before you. And then he says... Well, somewhere here, where the heck it go? That the person, no one born in heaven up to John the Baptist was greater than John the Baptist. Where is that? The very end. What verse? 
11. Chapter 11, verse 11. Amen, I say to you, among those born of woman, there has not ever been a greater than John the Baptist. You got that? So Jesus is saying nobody has been as great as John the Baptist. We think, whoa, it's a pretty big man. But then the next line is for us. And yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Who's the least in the kingdom of heaven? Us. Just being baptized, huh? Why is that? Because John the Baptist had a look at Jesus. He had a point at Jesus. He had to ask, are you the one? But we have Jesus inside of us, with us, never alone. Amen, amen. I, I am with you always till the end of time. You know, again, every, every Advent we pretend that Jesus isn't here yet. It's all pretend. Jesus is here. He's in our hearts. And so one of the first things we need to rejoice is, is we are all greater than John the Baptist because he looked for the Lord's coming. We already have the Lord's coming and he's in our hearts. And so when we sit there and start to think about that, the Lord, the God of the universe, lives inside of me. Wow. The day I was baptized, God took up residence in me. Wow. That's why today we rejoice that there are people looking to be baptized. We rejoice there's people looking to have the Spirit of God fully in them in confirmation. We rejoice with that so that all of us can experience the joy of having the God of the universe live inside of us. Huh? That's a great thing. Now you go to the Old Testament reading in Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 35. And Isaiah chapter 35, page 775, for those of you who are a little slower... In your books, 775 or Isaiah chapter 35. Again, he says in verse 2, They will bloom with abundant flowers and rejoice with joyful song. So what should be happening to us is if we got God inside of us, and we do, that should be evident in our fruit. So the fruit we should bear is joy. The fruit we should bear is rejoicing. Huh? Now, because that's what it says. They will bloom with abundant flowers. That's fruit. And they will rejoice with joyful song. So again, so what people should say about us, if we're truly God's follower, is they should be able to see that by the fruit we exhibit. Am I more joyful than not? Do I have perpetual frown lines on my face or perpetual smile lines on my face? Do people see me as a joyful person? that they are attracted to God because they know my life, or people see me as a miserable person and are, want to go away from God because of my life. Jesus calls us to be people who rejoice. And again, why? Verse 4, say to those who are frightened. Sometimes people get miserable in that because they're afraid. They're focused on themselves. He said, Thus say to those who are frightened, be strong, fear not. Here comes your God. Here is your God. He comes with vindication. With divine recompense, He comes to save you. Then the eyes of the blind will be opened. Then the ears of the deaf will be cleared. Okay, so here we go. So again, the, God wants to bring joy and peace and by our fruit. And again, if you go back, you don't have to do it though, if you go back to the Gospel, when John sends someone to see, is, are you the one to come or should we look for another? What did he say? Look at what I've done. Look at my fruit. That's whether you can tell if I'm from God or not. That's how. 
And again, another one of those fruit, we've got to look at the second reading today. I really love this second reading. Not that anybody here would fall into this, but if you go to chapter 5 of James, this is on page 1346, verse 8 starts, You too must be patient, make your hearts firm, because the coming of the Lord is at hand. But then verse 9, Do not complain, my brothers or sisters, about one another, that you may be judged, not be judged. So another way we can tell if we have the fruit of joy in us, if we're not complaining. Hmm. We're not complaining about one another. We're not, you know, going around and saying what's wrong with everything, but we're talking about what's right with everything. We're people of rejoicing. And so, again, what we need to be doing today, as if we're people called to rejoice, we need to be looking specifically at my life and to see what is the fruit of my life. Is the fruit of my life joy? And if it's not, there's something wrong in the core of my life. And i got to get it right today, and i got to have my life slowly change. Now, there's no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. There is conviction. Last night, I was convicted all the way home. Why is this woman, this nun, so joyful, and why can I be so miserable? And that just worked at me. God wasn't saying, hey, Richard, you're a jerk. God was saying, hey, Richard, you see what I have called for you? If you'll surrender. So first, we've got to acknowledge where we are. We've got to look at the fruit of my life and see, is the fruit of my life joy? Or is the fruit of my life anything other? Complaining, talking about people, saying what's wrong, being negative. Today is, let us rejoice. And it's not just today, but every day. Why? Because the God of the universe lives inside of me and you. You got it? You get it? Good. May you know His love today and forever. Amen.